it's time for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. People like me, Michelle Kane with Voice Matters, and my wonderful co-host, Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. Hi, Karen. How are you today? I'm doing great, Michelle. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, doing well. It has been, you know, every month I seem to say it's been a month, but... <laughs> I, I know we've both talked about this. It just seems like, and I'm not sure what exactly it is. I don't think it's one set thing. But even though we love what we do, it just feels like it has been harder of late to cut through the noise, to get the attention of those whose attention we need, whether it's, you know, journalists to cover things or eyeballs to read the things or people to show up to the events. It's just been a challenge lately. I don't know if you're finding that the same. It's hard. Right now and this week I have campaigns three and four of five <laughs> that have all happened within the last three weeks. It, and I mean, full-on media campaigns and I mean full-on media relations. So this has been my life and I have, we've gotten great results, but they have not come easy by any stretch of the imagination. I have me and our team, we have worked so hard. I personally feel like I've worked nonstop. And so I've, and I've seen a lot of threats from other PR people that have been so discouraged because things are not happening, emails are not going answered, right. they're trying to just, you know, they're giving it their all and they're it's so bad that they're questioning if they're so good at their jobs. Oh gosh, yes. Yes. And yes, you are. You're that's a thing. Job. It's just it's a very it's a very different landscape. And and I want to tell you that the lack of response, the overwhelm, the burnout is in no way in shape limited to our profession. No, um, no, it's not. I know, Michelle, you sent me a Slack message and you were saying, sorry for the delay on something. And yeah. just that day, I had seen this meme <laughs> on one of the social media sites that said adulting is a series of people, you know, of exchanging email saying, sorry for the delay, because it's all, we're, we're overwhelmed, we're burdened. Yeah, it's true. We're, and, it, and it's not that for a lack of planning, it's just, you know, especially in our line of work, you have to roll with the punches. You can plan, you can plan your day and then the, and then the day actually happens. Yeah. And there are things you have to put aside to attend to the other things. And, yeah. but I, I think you're, you're right. It's, it's really disheartening to see. And, my goodness, I know I go through this at least once a week of, am I still good at what I do? Yeah. And that can come even because, you know, we've talked about, about this before, the prosumerism of our profession. There are many out there who think, well, I have a laptop and I have this and I have this tool and your job isn't hard. And okay. <laughs> and, and you know, there's there's a lot more to our profession than being able to create something shiny now and again. And and that gets frustrating too. And you can't help but sometimes that will get to you and you think, Oh my goodness, should I have just become a dentist? Like, is there nothing to what I no, I went no, this is a talent and a profession. You know, and I have to say, I gotta peek into some other people's job situations and um 
actually hug someone that was crying at work oh. over the weekend. And it, it sort of reminded me that there's something culturally that's much deeper going on Yes, that is causing not only PR people to feel devalued and overworked and burned out and feeling like we're just pitching into the void or doing our jobs and no one cares and, and, and no one is helping us and supporting us. It's everybody, right? We are collectively tired and overwhelmed. True. And, I don't, I know some forces that have converged to cause this feeling, but what's really amazing to me is that how does everybody feel like suddenly the world just dumped on them? So everybody feels yeah. like they have much more work, not enough people, not enough support. And, and we're all trying to juggle and we're all trying to do the best that we can but we can't, it's just right. much. And I don't know if our capacity for doing that's part of it. Our capacity right. for doing has changed, but then there are also fewer people everywhere in every job. Right. We just don't have enough of us to do any of the things. No, that's true. That's true. And you know, when I go out in the world and I encounter people, even, you know, especially like a restaurant or something, you, I just, you know, I tell myself they're short staffed. Let's be understanding. You know, it's like, hey, stuff might take longer. You might not have the thing I really like. That's okay. Because it's that fine line of, because then you think, well, should I not go to give you guys a break? Well, no, if I do, if we do that too often, then then you're out of business. So it's, I, I guess what I'm coming at is it's, it's a time really to be supportive. And to remember to, to, you know, extend that to ourselves, which is really hard to do. I know for me, it's hard to do. And I, I'm more of the, come on, get this done. Yeah. <laughs> I do that to myself. I don't do that to other people. That's a whole other therapy session waiting to have. But yeah, it, it just feels like we're, we're all in this same, I like how they say we're not all in the same boat, but we're in the same storm. And it's, it's, it's a little different for everyone, but we are all starting to see these effects of, oh, and I, you know, I think it's getting, there's going to be a period where this is all going to feel even harder because yeah. of the economic turmoil that's happening. Yeah. I don't have easy answers to this, but no. I do believe that it's important to, as we go into 2023, to think about what we're delivering and appropriately set expectations. Yes. I took on a lot less this year because my capacity was not there. I went through a period of grieving and depression and just all kinds of things. And I just needed space. And what I have come to really embrace is not who I was three years ago before the whole pandemic, but who I am today, which is yeah. a very different person. I, you know, I can't do a hundred things in a day. I just don't, I can't. And I think a lot of people are there, but I also can't do a hundred things when I have to rely on 20 other people who aren't there or who are also have diminished capacity and can't help me to make those goals. So it's, right. it's a readjusting of what we really can do for clients. And, and here's, here's a good stat to kind of hold on to. I saw a study today from God, I want to say it was Harris. Was it the Harris study? I will find that and we will drop it into the link. But basically 
this PR study was showing that what companies really value the most, and this was interesting, is executive communications. Oh, and about it. So thought leadership and all of those things. And so I think that we have to, you know, spend some time before this year is out and look at all of the plans that we put in place and think about, will I be able to deliver on the things that I believe I will, that I've always done, or that, you know, I know that I'm supposed to do, or that clients want to do, given the parameters of life right now, we have to really be present in this moment and and start to shape things based on the now, not on what they were three years ago, not on what we think they're going to be three years from now, but where are we today? And what does that mean? And so that may mean, for example, that if you are, if media relations is in your wheelhouse, you may have to really start thinking about how to slice that peso pie a little bit differently. It may mean that you have to really dig deeper and focus way more on quality than quantity. It may mean that you might have to rethink your scope of work against what you're charging because everything has gone up for us too. And, you know, as restaurants have cut hours because they don't have enough staff to deliver, they've raised prices because it's more costly to do business. Um, not to attack the restaurant industry, but I think that this is really across the board. I mean, we're seeing it everywhere. We have to have a realistic picture of what it takes to do this job. Right. I also think it's super important to have community. Yes, that's key. Because so often, you know, we, we get stuck in our heads and we think, oh my gosh, this person said that and that thing didn't stick. And now, oh my goodness, do I know what I'm doing? And we make so many decisions in a day and we process so much information and we keep track of so much minutia of the projects. Doesn't matter what kind of great app you use or project management tool you use, you're still grinding, you know, not I don't like to use the word grinding, but you're still processing so much that you might not remember, oh, wait, yeah, I was successful three years ago at this thing. And I do know what I'm doing. And oh, right, right. That's the reason why we chose that. Right. Okay. So I didn't, okay, good. I'm good. Or I just, I really encourage you to touch base with each other. And honestly, this has even come up in some client meetings recently, you know, where we've just had a regrouping session of, okay, you know, let's let's do a check. Are these still our targets? Are these still our target markets? Are these still the tools you want to use? Or how about we try this? You know, I think I think maybe we should experiment here and just see where that takes you. And and it's been really great. I I've, I'm so fortunate that you know you leave a meeting thinking, oh okay, I am helpful to them. And it's not just you know playtime at Michelle's laptop in her own little world, and she's not doing it. Yeah, I you brought up two really key things. One is be open and honest with your community. Find a place that is safe. Yes. So that you can not only, you know, say, oh my God, I am doubting my skill set, but a place where you can be supportive because this is equally important. Don't be, don't be that PR person that drops in question after question after question after question. <laughs> Help me do this, answer this. Be the person that is a giver. Yeah. Um, and not just a taker. But find a place where you can like say, okay, I'm struggling with this. Anybody have ideas? 
And then be the person that's there when someone else needs that. We need to, we need to tap into one another because as solos by nature, we're working, you know, alone and we're in this bubble. And so it's really easy to doubt yourself. And it's also really easy to get into that place where once doubt kind of creeps in, you don't trust yourself. You don't trust your ideas and you start to, you know, you question everything like, well, clearly I don't know what I'm doing and I suck at this job and, you know, I'm terrible. And you need other people to like open, you know, that perspective back up and to remind you that you do know what you're doing, that things are harder. It's not you and it's just not you. And sometimes it's just to commiserate with other people, but also it's having that safe space space where you can brainstorm ideas, where you can check your gut and think about things a little bit differently. And if you are not somebody that likes the big group, I will tell you that many of our solos have found personal, you know, accountability partners and brainstorming partners in smaller, you know, groups, they'll get together, they'll plan stuff on their own, they'll have a zoom meeting, like, let's brainstorm on social media, let's do this, let's do that. Right. We all need other people that is, that's going to be your saving grace. But the thing that you said is have those conversations with clients let them know what is going on. Don't bottle it all up inside and just think that you're going to just make it work. If you are going out to the media and you're doing outreach and things are not going as planned, you need to be able to communicate that back to your client. Listen, here's what's happening. Here's the climate today. Here are all the things that are calling their attention. Let's regroup on this and talk about, you know, revising the strategy. Take control because that's your job, right? But how can clients support you and give you the tools that you need to succeed if you're not sharing with them the problems and the challenges? And I think that sometimes we're so accustomed to removing roadblocks that we're afraid to share them because we're afraid that, oh my God, if I can't do this, they're right. going to fire me. They're, you no. know, I'm going to lose my job. What is my value? Well, you do have value. But everything is not going to go according to plan. And, and you have to open up and say to people, now, I would advise you to, to have some, some pivots ready, but have those open conversations. You will be surprised at yes. how understanding your clients are. And here's the other thing. It's not all on us. No. You know, PR no. is not this one-man job. You are not a one-man band or one-woman band. Your client has a part in the success of their programs, too. So you have to allow them to participate by equipping them with information. Right. No, that's so true. And the clarity that can come from that, because, you know, as you said earlier, we're all struggling to a certain degree. So and it's not just within our industry. Everyone's trying to to make everything happen. And, you know, I mean, I've had clients say, oh, my goodness, if, if we're, we're not ready to grow, it's like, okay, fine, then we're going to maintain a consistent presence yeah. of your thought leadership. That's fine. We don't have to be gangbusters, you know, and breaking down, you know, having clients come breaking down your doors. That's okay. And, you know, the other thing you said of, we do get in these moments where we start to doubt ourselves and, oh, that just, you know, that that just makes my heart ache that any of us would ever doubt our, our talents and, and our capability. And I know it happens and it's really demoralizing. So please reach out to someone if you're feeling that way, because, you know, they'll help. And it's, it also happens easily because yeah. whether, whether you work with a small team or not, 
you're not in a larger company where you're prone to get more at a girl. Great job. Even even if it is the blowing smoke kind, you're like, yeah, 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 whatever. I know you're just saying that. But a lot of times, a lot of what we do goes without that affirmation that almost helps us check of, ooh, I've got to rein this in or, ooh, that didn't go, okay, well, oh, okay, that really worked. A lot of times we're absent that feedback and that makes it difficult. And because I think we are problem solvers by nature, that sends us down the path of, ooh, there must be a problem to solve. Am I the problem? And, oh, that just that's a scary little place to be heading. So, you know, and this is very different than a traditional job, right? You said yeah. something that really, you know, I grappled with and didn't even realize that I was having an issue this year too, where, you know, in a traditional job, you're rewarded, you're promoted, you you know, you're recruited, you know, other companies are after you. So there's always this affirmation that you're good at this, you know, you're sought after, you know, people want what you have to offer, but as a solo, you, your title doesn't change you know, your income definitely can change, but there's, you're in charge of that because that's what you want it, but you don't get that same built in like, oh, you know, you don't. So it's easy to think like I took some of the things that I know for granted because there's nobody saying, oh my God, you are so good at this job. And you're right. It's, it's easy to fall to this false thinking that you're not continuing to ascend in your career. You are continuing to ascend in your career, but it's just different than the traditional work world because you, you know, and, but you know what, listen, listen, solos, if you (laughs) need to give yourself a promotion and a raise, I encourage you to do that. Do whatever you need to do to make sure (laughs) that you constantly remind yourself of the rock star professional that you are. And that's right. I might even give myself a new title (laughs) just because, and I don't care if nobody else knows it, but me, and I might give myself a raise and an extra like few days off because that's right. That's right. You can make yourself employee of the month. And and, and seriously on, you know, we we do need to stop and take the time to celebrate our wins, even just celebrate, the fact that we run a business and that is amazing. Yeah. And it takes a certain type of person to be able to pull that off. And don't let anybody tell you, you don't know what you're doing, even if it's yourself. If so, you have kids, make them shareholders. There you go. On their value. Uh, I mean, uh, do whatever uh, you need to do to reaffirm yourself yeah. on a constant basis. I mean, seriously, and it's a great way to teach kids about the stock market with yeah. very little rest, you know, make them shareholders, have them, That's true. you know, give you some money and invest in your company and then share <laughs> results with them. At least you, I mean, me and my dog have deep conversations about work <laughs> because I'm single. She's here. She's a good listener, obviously. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Just don't let your don't let your kids do a hostile takeover. That's no, all. Just don't, don't, don't let, let that happen. <laughs> I mean, I mean how, what we're saying is, you know, don't forget that you are good at your jobs. And yes. you know what? It's okay to have a little fun with this and be creative and and how we find ways to re-energize ourselves and keep ourselves uplifted because yeah. this job is hard. Yeah. It, it, it's it, a tough job. It is. And and I look back on, on my career so far, and I have to say, when I was in-house, both in nonprofit and in the agency, 
we laughed a lot. And that's hard to make happen when you're on your own. I mean, we did silly stuff. When I say silly stuff, I worked in a brownstone that was an office in, in Society Hill in Philly. We would do the occasional conga line out the back door in through the front. Yes. singing about sheet cake don't ask our art department made up these great silly little songs we you just have to do these things what did it take out of the day 20 minutes yes and and it it does help spur your creativity so i don't know even if it's pulling up a favorite stand-up comic make sure you laugh throughout the day and reach out to each other really uh, we've got solo pr pro there are other organizations where you can just connect with people who are you know in in this with us and we really encourage you and we hope this has been an encouraging time for you today with us here and thank you for listening and until next time we'll see you around with that solo life Mm -hmm.